Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Messages Studios, and as always, I'm your host, Leonardo. Thank you very much for joining me once again, and please share these everywhere, and please like and subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the preparedness hour, where at least this is the um, this is the audio version of the preparedness hour. If you want to see the video version, it'll be up on Spotify. But ladies and gentlemen, this is where we kind of just break. Not we're we're gonna try our hardest to stay out of politics. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try my hardest to stay out of politics, even though it's it's what we are going to discuss. Unfortunately, involves a lot of political political stupid bullshit. Especially with what's going on nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. It's not... You know, it, it's so hard. It, it's, it's, um... It's frightening, what's going on nowadays. You know what I mean? I mean, and... and <clears throat> it's not like, it's not like nothing like this has ever happened. You know, we, we, we've been in... The, obviously, we've been... The United States have, and Russia have been toe-to-toe together. They've put their nukes and... Um, in proximity or, you know, they put their nukes on standby before because there's this big cold, you know, cold war going on. And, you know, we, we've been through that. But I really think the difference, <laughs> I know, right? I thought you were going to stay out of politics. All right. Just real quick. I really think the difference with what's going on now is there's, there's so much escalation just blatantly to it. Like, you know, during the Cold War, everyone was scared, sh- scared shitless of the, the prospect of nuclear war. But nowadays, everyone's just like, oh, there's going to be political consequences. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, on this segment, you know, honestly, I, I wasn't really going to cover much uh, gunplay or um, location or even kind of the emergency side of things. What I was going to focus on in this broadcast, ladies and gentlemen, was being creative and understanding that you are going to run out of bullets you're going to and and not even just run out of bullets you're, you're going to need other ways of defending yourself and sometimes defending yourself of course means going on offensive but what i mean by being creative ladies and gentlemen i simply mean like using like like being man how am i going to say this with with I'm gonna say this that I guess makes sense to me, and I hope I, I hope it makes sense to you. So I kind of I, I kind of mean by being creative by kind of being a kid, you know. And, and I don't mean like literally being a kid, having having a creative the creative mindset of a child during um, desperate times, man. Because you know it's not always going to be where you're gonna you're gonna have you know what I mean um, um, twenty guns by your side or even five guns or even three guns. You know what I mean. Sometimes you're gonna be need need to be creative. You know what I mean. Um, I might, uh, what, I, what I mean by be creative is use other things that you're not really going to think of other than just guns and fighting. And, um, and those are all very, very important things. You should be very, very adequate at all of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Okay, guys. So shut up, Jake. Um, uh, what I mean by that is what I mean by that is. So, okay, let me just go into what I do. Okay, so I fly drones around. I'm, I'm a um, what you what you would call an amateur drone, um, drone pilot, and that simply means that I have crashed a shitload of drones. And 
Sorry about that. Phone was blown up. And um, I, I, when I first started uh, flying around Jones, and I, I'll get to reason the reason why I'm bringing around Jones. And, and for the most of you that are very creative with their minds, they already know where I'm going with this. You know what I'm saying? But so when I first fly, uh, started flying Jones, I bought like a freaking like a twenty dollar drone, right? And I immediately crashed it. <laughs> like literally, right when I put it up in there, I crashed it right away. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I don't know. I don't know. But it's really cool. I don't know. I don't. I don't. But I live. No, I literally crashed it, and um, it was okay. You know, I put it back up in there, and um, I was literally okay with it for about you know maybe like a minute, and then I crashed it again, and then I put it back up in there, and I was like, okay, I'm starting to get not the hang of this, and then five minutes later crash it again this time i broke it completely because i was outside being a jackass and like you know i swear it's flying one of those things like after like i swear it's like like five seconds feels like five minutes so i don't know i i mean i don't this is the way it felt to me at least but at least but it felt as if the five minutes i was get doing really good at it or at least my perception of it was, oh, dude, you were getting really, really good at this. Well, it turns out that it only been five minutes. But in my mind, it had been like 15, 20 minutes of me doing this. So I was like, no, I got the hang of this. Like, you know, watch me work. You know, well, that's not the case. You know, and it was only five minutes. And literally after five minutes, I broke the living crap out of it. So what my idea was after that was. No, honestly. So what my idea next was. So I'm going to go get another drone. You know, obviously, I want to get, I want to get better at this. You know what I mean, and this and that. So I went and got another drone, and this time I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe me getting a better one, me getting a better one, that that would definitely help me. So I buy, and I don't want to get an over expensive one. You know what I mean? I understand that, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not that good. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get a sixty dollar one, right? Get really good at that one. Really, really get that one. You know, really get the hang of it. I'm mean, gonna at least get the hang of the the way drones operate in in a, in, in a essence. At least so I'm gonna say that because it turned out <clears throat> that sixty dollar one wasn't shit. So I um, get the hang of it, so to speak, and I end up putting it up. I, I get arrogant and I end up putting it up. And this is when I learned about wind and um, you know how much that really, really does matter. Not just wind, but how the wind changes once you get so high. You know what I'm saying? And it changes drastically sometimes. And um, so I put it up there, windy day. At first, it's all good. You know what I mean? I have complete control of it. It may be swaying back and forth every now and then, you know, a little bit here and there. But I got complete control of it, you know. So I put it up higher. And I'm like, oh, man, now this is the highest I've ever had it. I'm in complete control of it. You know, I, I didn't have a camera on this one, but I could see it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's all good. It's This is all good. You know what I mean? This is cool. This is great. This motherfucker catches wind and takes off. And I mean takes off. I mean it looks like 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 an angel just came up and just grabbed it up out of the sky or something like that and just took off with it, man. But anyways, um that you know that that was all you know all, all gone and whatever have you. You know what I'm saying? I never I never found it. And I actually looked around the neighborhood I was living in, in at, at that time and I looked all around the neighborhood. Never found it, and it, and I, and I, I continued to look for it. And it got it got it got to be where actually the sheriffs were called, and they were called uh, called in because they you know someone called and said I was looking over their fence and they didn't know who it was. Obviously, you know they're just you know. 
people are so desensitized to what they see in freaking movies. Some, you know, that, that's immediately what their minds go to, and it's it's ridiculous. But anyways, um, so uh, sheriffs show up, and they ask me what I'm doing, and I'm like, okay, guys, so like this is what it is. I lost my drone. And they start cracking up, and they're like, are you serious? And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm being dead serious. So I, um, excuse me, so I, I show them my remote, and the remote doesn't have any kind of GPS. I mean, it's a $60 drone, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have any kind of GPS or anything like that. It doesn't even have a camera, like I said. So the sheriff's being the sheriff's like you know what i mean being kind of standoffish at first because they want to make sure i'm not bullshitting and then they they tell me hey so we'll help you find your drone and i crap you not dude one of the sheriffs actually goes to his car pulls out one of his drones out of his trunk and as like, i'm gonna put this thing in sky bin i've been he says i've been looking for an excuse to put it up and i was like that is the sweetest thing and man, their drones are badass, man. And that's when I was really, really hooked. Um, you know, really, really hooked in drone flights and, you know, drone, just, you know, being a drone pilot and stuff like that. So, um, after that, I, cause I never found that one. So after that, it led me to buy, um, like, you know, a little more of an expensive one. You know what I mean? Like a $200 one. And I, I've been fly and I still have that one, by the way. But, um, that's when I started to get a lot better and I really started to understood the, the ergonomics of when you're flying that high and not only that but i understood like you know i started to get into the ffa laws and the regulations and all this and that and man you know those guys uh when it comes to the sky those guys do not play around but um so it you know it, and then after that you know what i mean i, I got better and i man in, in the in the 200 dollars drone i bought man it has been through so freaking much but this kind of goes back to um what I was saying about being creative, you know, it's not all the time that you're going to want to um, make yourself known with, a, with you know, engaging someone in a firefight. If there's, what I'm trying to say is if there, we need to start uh, thinking of ways to constantly, constantly be on the defensive. You know what I'm saying? And, and there will be those, um, you know what I mean? When, when we talk about these situations, we try to keep it on one base. You know what I'm saying? And right now, it's 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 just me, uh, me, you know, me, me and my cameraman here, uh, you know, shooting this. But when we talk about this, it's literally on on a defensive base. You know what I mean? And, and when shit's the fan, what we need to understand, there's going to be a lot more people that are going to go on the offensive, not not necessarily because people are naturally bad but, be, but because a lot of people are going to think that's what they're going to have to do in order to you know in order to stay alive because they've been watching movies like fucking mad max and i don't blame them you know what i'm saying um but we also need to make sure that we're staying very much aware that everything like everything that i train for is always defensive like i don't i don't ever i don't i don't, I don't do that kind of thing you know what i mean and there's a lot of militias out there that that are straight up, like, you know, that's their whole ideology, you know what I'm saying? And I get why the feds are, part, you know, are, are investigating those militias, you know what I'm saying? Because after a while, after a while, those groups just start create, they just start to create, you know what I mean, anything and everything out of the woodwork, you know what I mean? That, you know, as the mob, it's the mob mentality that starts to take over those kind of groups. And I, I can see why. So I definitely understand that. But it also, it, it shades the, it, it shades gray into every single time there's a militia that springs up, it has to be investigated. It defeats the purpose of, 
the golden rule of, you know what I mean, not being guilty, you know what I mean, until you're found innocent. You know what I'm saying? It's it's um it's oxymoronic. But um yeah, that's what I mean by be creative, you know what I mean? It's use use everything at your disposal right now. You know what I mean? And, and, and just be imaginative. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, I don't mean, like, I don't even stop at drone piloting, guys. Like, I, I, dude, guys, I remote control AC cars for crying out loud, okay? That's, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm imaginative with them. You know what I mean? I imagine how, like, you know, these RC cars can help me be on the defensive. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, if I'm trying to get away from someone because they're trying to kill me, you know what I'm saying? Well, how could, and all I have is this RC car with a fucking webcam, okay? Well, I can use that RC car now to at least show me where that killer is so that I can go away from that killer, you know what I mean? And that, that way, even if the killer sees the fucking, the, 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 the RC car, well, he's not going to see me, but I definitely know where he's at. And you see what I'm saying, guys? So be creative, you know what I mean? And it doesn't just stop with RC cars and drones and all that, man. It, it can go so much more for that if you're creative enough, you know what I mean? And I guess also, you know, depending on what you're, I guess what you're planning for, you know what I'm saying, which, which I hope, I, I, these preparedness hours are going to be pretty straightforward, guys, like, we, we do never, we never, never, never condone violence on any type of stretch or matter, you have to understand that the war that I'm fighting on my news broadcast, guys, and the war that Subliminal Message Studios is fighting is, is informational, and not, it's not just informational, but it's a war on our soul. And what we are trying to do is give America back its soul. So, like, we are never, never condoning violence. You know, and there's a lot of jackasses out there that constantly, constantly go out of their way to try to ruin and obscure the, the freedom movement. I'll just, you know, put them like that. You know, and, and it's sad, man. Because I almost feel like those same people have it in their mind that, oh, no. I'm fighting for freedom. If we're both like, you know, without even getting political, you know what I mean? With If we're both fighting for freedom, then I think something's like amiss. One of us, not it's not that, and, and now at this point, it's not that oh, one of us is, is, is lying to themselves. No, how about we're both lying to them? How about we're both lying to ourselves at this point? But anyways, um, and uh, which, bring, which brings me back, you know, back to my uh, original point, you know what I mean? Um, uh, being, you know, being creative, guys. You know what I'm saying. If and 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 it also does go back to information. You have to have that's. You have to be informed enough to know the different places where you can go that will be safe enough, or the different places where you're going to have to uh, have to use those type of uh, creative ways. You know what I mean. And honestly, like I said, guys, like everything we talk about on the preparedness hour will be very, very much geared towards. You know that you know the SHTF uh, types of scenarios. You know what I'm saying. So it's it's not all that. You know, um, it's not it's not all it's not. It, it, we, like I said, I will literally try my hardest to stay away from the news. You know what I mean. Which which at this point, you know what I mean. It's we've already done our news broadcast. You know what I'm saying. We had a little glitch in our freaking computer, so we had to re-upload everything and all this and that. Man, which YouTube shut us down too. So like whatever, I guess. I'm not even gonna get into that, but yeah, basically that will be put up here, uh, put up on the um, on YouTube and Rumble, and um, the video part of that, which which this uh, video segment will be immediately uploaded too. But my point of the matter is, is 
we we always want to make sure that whatever we're preparing for we're doing it in the most creative ways possible and at least at my at least what i would um prefer you do is constantly be on the defensive because the moment you start playing on the offensive that's when you have you know big brother and knocking at your door at, you know asking you what the hell do you think you're doing you know what I mean? Which I, which you know, like like I said, man. You know, and and if you're if you're wondering what I mean by the offensive, you know exactly what I mean by the offensive. You know, I'm not going to go into detail. And the jackasses that will try to convince you to go into detail, those are more likely feds right there. You know what I mean? Trying to, you know, make you, uh, oh, well, what would you do? You know, and then they hold that against you, and off in the court you go. You know what I'm saying? But we, I'm going to say this again. We never condone violence. You know, at all. And with nowadays, you know, like another thing, and with nowadays with the prospect of freaking nuclear war, man, it's, it's, you know, unless you have a million dollar, you know, atomic nuclear silo that's already dug out and everything and you're good to go and you're already living there too. That's another thing about like, you know, a lot of these, you know, which, which if they're smart, they literally already are living there right now. I know for a fact, if I had one of those silos for real, huh? If I had one of those silos, dude, we would be in there right now. Every one of our broadcasts would be in that silo. We, you know what I mean? Just until things have calmed down. Which, you know, seeing how things are working right now, we highly doubt they ever will. Which is a shame. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a freaking shame, man. You know, you know, but um. It, it'd be it's it, speaking of nuclear fallout you know what could you do against your nuclear fallout well you know guys i know exactly and it's something and guys i'm going to give you a piece of information that no one will give you and i'm being dead serious this is what you're going to do when nuclear fallout happens now you are you listening clear no, for real man because this is real shit you know what you're going to do die <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you, that's that's what you're going to do. Die. You know there is no like guys. So like I, I I'm obviously I'm not going to go into detail, but my my um my one of my kids goes to school not too far away from where I live. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, pretty far away. What well, I mean in the perspective with a car, but not you know whatever. You know and um if a if atomic if a nuclear if a nuke was dropped. I would not have time to get her out of that school before I was disintegrated. Like that's so. There's really I I, I it would be hard, and and I'd be almost a half retard to tell you, oh, this is you know what I mean. That you should plan for this during a nuclear. You during when it comes to preparing in a nuclear fallout, which sucks. But I, I like here during this preparedness hour, we're gonna kind of be. It's gonna get a little grim. You know what I mean? But we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tell you the absolute truth. If 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 nukes start dropping, I mean, prepare for the worst. Don't get me wrong. You know, make your uh, make your plans to you know which possible routes you could take. You know, depending on where the nukes drop and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? But all that uh, planning is kind of besides the point when the nukes actually drop because after they drop, you're gonna have no time to really really uh, decide on okay which route to take. You know what I mean? Even if you go, let's say if the nukes drop in the east, okay, so you go to the west. Do you really think the west are going to have nukes drop? And more than likely, as you're traveling towards the west, boom, you know what I mean? Ah, you know, and then you're disintegrated anyway. So when it comes to when it comes to nukes, guys, that my highest advice to you guys would be uh, get to some higher ground if you can. And not only that, um, 
get as far as away from the nuclear fallout as possible. And those are the two main things that you um, could prepare for. And that's not to say you can't prefer, prepare for taking other routes and getting to know other interstates and interstates. Definitely not saying that. But what I am saying is, listen, man, even, af- even if you do all that, like by the time those nukes are dropping, they're going to be dropping at all different strategic points. If you decide on taking, you know, these routes and these routes and these routes, more than likely you're going to end up in the shit anyway. You know, it's that when the news shop, it's going to be a lot of playing it by ear, honestly, man. You know, and, and, and it'd be, it, it, at least these are our opinions. These are our opinions. And that's not to say leave everything up to a chance. I, I, I would definitely, definitely advise you to be very, very, very efficient in the road maps. And I am not talking about GPS. If you don't have paper maps right now, then you're fucked. Honestly, you're fucked. What are you gonna do? Ask Siri to take you to fucking Louisiana? Siri, take me to Louisiana. Fuck off. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. That is not going to happen. So if you don't have road maps, man, then you know, yeah, you, you might be a little fucked. You know what I'm saying? And it's not all that bad. I get it. You know what I mean? Because the most most of us here in America will be absolutely screwed too. But um, back to uh, back to my original point. You know what I mean? I kind of got off, uh, off on a tangent. I'm very sorry. But um, so being creative, guys. So you know, it's, it doesn't just stop at uh, you know drones and RC cars and using them to you know what I mean. Um, cover ground ahead of you. Uh, but it, it goes so much more further than that. It, it can go into you know um. You know, um, even kites, guys. You know, kites, all uh, all different things that you would never think about using. Well, wait until shit hits the fan. You'd be amazed on how you creative you can actually be. You know what I mean? Especially in today's day and age, when cameras are so small, when uh, things are are much more smaller. You know what I'm saying? If we start to have more uh, creativity, then we can bring a lot more preparedness into our, um, you know, SHTF scenarios. You know what I mean? And 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 better be, uh, better be prepared for those situations. You know what I'm saying? And that's that uh, that's that's what it's all about. But I do I do want to move uh, move on to um, a, a quick sponsor real quick we'll run that sponsor and then we will come back with the next segment of this so let's go to that real quick boys welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is subliminal message studios and as always i'm your host leonardo thank you very very much for joining me and once again guys thank you honestly i really mean that you know what i mean thank you thank you every single one of my supporters i really really appreciate every single one of you and um Let's roll, guys. This is the preparedness hour, and we had a, a, a little um, sponsor to get to, and now we are, are back. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, what I wanted to get into uh, get into next, other than other than you know be, you know being creative, is guns. I mean, you know what I'm saying, and and you know, not just not just uh, um, uh, this time. I wanted to uh, get a little more perspic- uh, uh a little more specific on um, the type of uh, firearms. At least, in my opinion, you should have 
during an SHTF situation, you know what I mean? I, I've went into that a little bit, you know what I mean? But I was, uh, last time, guys, you know what I mean? It was more about, I really wanted to stress the importance of not being not being stricken to one gun and being and having the realization that you might never be able to get to your gun safe or you know what I mean or wherever have you you know what I mean you need to be prepared to grab up whatever firearm that is handed to you or, or handed to you or that ends up in your possession for whatever circumstance that is you know and um the ability to use any type of firearm but for all in case of scenario this time guys it's literally just going to be about um if you could, you know what I'm saying, which that's what it could have should, you know what I mean? So I shouldn't use that more or less. Let's say you are at home and bam, lights go out, which is unnormal, you know what I'm saying? Or not, uh, which is not un uh, abnormal because, you know, that happens from time to time. You know what I'm saying? With, you know, sometimes, sometimes electricity company just forgets to tell everyone or, or, they, or they do tell everyone, but the message doesn't really get across. What I'm trying to say is, is let's say, bam, lights go off. You're at home. You think there's nothing of it because you know it's it's like I said, it's it's not like it's not uh, it's not like it hasn't happened before. You know what I mean? It, it happened. You know what I mean? It, electricity's go out sometimes. You know, whatever have you. But then you look at your phone, and you realize that you have. You look at those little bars. You know what I mean? Because no, you're no longer able to be on freaking YouTube or Facebook, or you know, you're no longer able. But uh, you're no longer able to use your phone. You look at your phone. You're on a call or whatever have you, and that's out too. Well, now the electricity off and your phone having no service. Well, now you know what I mean. You might get a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, may, maybe. Maybe it's just happenstance, you know, coincidence, you know what I'm saying? So then you go outside and then you start to realize your car is completely off too. Well, then you might need to start thinking about getting the F out of there. So that calls into question, what is your best option? You know, especially, and, and we're going to stick specifically to guns. You know what I mean? What is your best option? What What are the main guns that you should grab? Or at least I, th I, I think, and, and some of you, and I'm not going to lie, dude, I think I have, I think I have a couple listeners that they don't mean, it's not what guns I'm going to grab, Leo. It's what tank I'm going to be riding in. Like, holy shit. You know, I'm a hundred percent sure I have a couple listeners that really, really have it like that. But, um, what would I, <laughs> For the rest of us, um, <clears throat> as far as what guns I think you should grab, you know what I mean. After realizing, like, okay, this is this isn't the you know this isn't a drill. <clears throat> this is the real deal, holy field. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, what I would suggest to you is grabbing obviously something that you can reach out and touch something with. You know what I mean? Reach out. And really, really get out there. You know what I mean? Preferably um, at least over 500 yards. Which are most, um, most you know, 308 or 762 by a 51. Uh, you know, th those type of rounds. You know what I'm saying? Um, e even 223 and 762 by 39. Those are all touching. But I, what I mean by uh, reach out and touch someone, I mean like, you know, the ability to reach out and touch someone with absolute accuracy. You know what I'm saying? And not be able to have to plank at them. You know? And of course, I'm not saying an AR-15 or AK won't do that. An AK probably won't. But um, well, I'm either, it will. But you know what I'm saying? You get the point. Um, and then 
like what I what I would do is I I would probably more than likely grab um, a 308 rifle and then I would grab and which brings me to, which actually you know I shouldn't say that because that brings me to another point as far as like your running gun goes so um, I a lot of people have the notation that they're gonna grab their AR or AK-47 that's dressed make up up and you know just ready to be wine dined and you know you know but um the reality of that is guys is a lot of that stuff which which kind of brings me back to my old, uh, old point a lot of the stuff that you're going to have on your gun that stuff is going to either break in a heartbeat or it's going to get in your way or it's going to run out of battery life you know what i mean he, he, all three of those are very deadly if you are engaged in I hope not, but if you are engaged into a firefight with freaking marauders during an SHTF situation, that's going to ruin your shit pretty, pretty fast, man, you know? Um, and that's not to say you shouldn't have a scope. There are plenty of scopes out there nowadays on the market that are pr pretty well made, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm not going to name them off. I mean, any, I'm not going to name any of them off because um, they need to sponsor me first. But... Um, there's plenty of uh, scopes out there that do not take battery life, but they still have very, very good um, eyesights, you know, eye apertures, you know what I mean? They don't rely on battery, and they just rely on the scope itself and the fixture in the scope. And, and, and some of these are literally just like red dots, man. They work just like red dots. They light up and all that because of the type of, I think it's the type of... Uh, paint or I don't know I'm probably dead wrong by saying paint but anyways um not and not and not only that by the way guys there's there's plenty of things that um that could go wrong with having all the extra stuff on your rifle and and, and not only and what I mean and, and it, which also brings me to the type uh, to the type of rifle um depending depending on I guess what you can afford and not only afford but depending on how patient you are to really really get um uh a running gun weapon that that will that's i'll put it like this that's built to um that's built that's going to be built to go the to go to the distance you know what i'm saying and um i'll just i'll just yeah so like what i would do guys i i grab something i would grab like a 308 rifle that can reach out to uh, touch you know touch someone I'd grab, I'd grab my, um, my, my, um, you know, my run and gun rifle that I can sling. That's you know, sling as close to my body as possible. And um, then I would grab um, another, uh, another, another gun that I just throw. You know what I mean? That I would have with me. So I, I guess what I'm really trying to say is, I would only, I would grab three guns if I could. You know what I mean? Which, which, which there's, you know, which there's all different types of reasons for having three. You know what I mean? I think, I think not only is three a good rule just in general, but I think three is an adequate amount. I'll just say that. And, and obviously if you could bring your whole freaking gun safe and do that, if you have time, I know with a lot of people in the city, they're, yeah, they're, most of us are not going to have time to sit there and pick through all of our guns and grab every single one of them and transfer them outside. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Which leads me to another point, which that means, which 
actually well, that doesn't lead me to another point but it goes back to the point i've already stated with there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be doing stupid shit because they're going to think they're going to have to you know what i mean and they're going to look at all their guns and they're going to be like well i'm not going to leave them here i'm going to put them all to you know put them out of fucking use you know what i mean and that's also a, a very scary scenario but it's a very realistic one man and um especially today's day and age man you know i i can't with all this talk i'm just you know i i told you guys i'm not going to try to get political but with all this talk of you know and a, a cyber attack and it's not like anytime there's been a talk of a cyber attack even not just from Carl Schwab's you know what i mean but anytime there's been talk of a cyber attack among anybody i'll say any anyone that's in the United Nations or NATO, whatever you whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? The cyber attack they speak of is always electrical. You know what I'm saying? Like it's never it's never been oh well you know there's gonna be a cyber attack. We think the computers are gonna get shut down or your 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 cell phones are gonna get knocked out. You know what I mean? It's always been like no, it's this is gonna be electrical cyber attack. Like your your electrical grid is going to get shut down. You know. And it's not just Carl Schwab's that said, you know, that's, that's saying. I don't know how many other people that have said the same thing. It makes me fucking sick. But of course, we should absolutely, absolutely play that off like it's absolutely nothing. Even the most powerful people in the world are saying it. But of course, we will ignore that and move on. So, guys. Speaking of the preparedness hour, which is what we are here for, are we not? Um, anywho, about guns, um, to go into further detail, uh, is what I should say is, um, so guys, so like I said, I, I, I would, I, I would grab three guns, you know what I mean? And the three, the three guns, I'm not going to tell you the, the Pacific type of guns, and obviously, like I said, guys, before these preparedness hours are gonna, they're gonna kind of start slow. I'm 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 not really gonna be doing any really um you know much gun representation. You know what I'm saying, stuff like that. I'm kind of waiting for uh, you know some sponsors to kick in and stuff like that. You know what I mean. I don't want to give too many uh, too many people free representation and stuff. But um because we do have a lot of listeners. Make no mistake, we have a lot of listeners that come on this show, and they are you know they they get really excited about this stuff, man. So. Um, that being said, we're, you know, we're starting slow and we'll, we'll go into, you know what I mean? More of a representation on different firearms and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, um, but just to stick to it guys. So I think as far as your running gun rifle, it has to be something light. you know what I mean? You, you, you don't want to get caught up on, you don't want to get caught up on having your running, uh, your running gun rifle, um, being something that's, that you can feel the the tug every single time you have to kneel down. You know what I mean? You know you you want to feel that tug when you you know with your 308. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to feel that tug with your running gun rifle because the fact of the matter is is more than likely, at least at least in my perspective, I'm not really going to be using my running gun rifle. You know that's going to be majorly a 308 because I don't I don't know about any any of you guys. I don't plan on if you know when when shit's the fan. You know what I mean? Or at least, you know, this is why we do these preparedness hours because we want to, you know, we want to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? And and not only that, we hope to God this never happens, but we want to be prepared for it. So um, and when shit's the fan, I know for a fact that 
The only reason I would have to use my running gun rifle is if I'm engaged in a firefight. So if I'm if I'm engaged in a firefight, best believe I'm not going to be grabbing my running gun rifle. I'm going to be using the 308 so I can put down um, or at least have a, a, a the heaviest caliber is going to matter. You know what I'm saying? And I'd rather go with that than sticking with oh with how many bullets I can put out and all this and that. I mean, you know, if I if believe me, guys. Um, Ask some snipers in World War II on how efficient a bolt-action rifle can be, you know, and you'll be surprised in their answers. You know, it does matter on how many bullets you can put down range, yeah, but if you know if you know, if you know how to shoot and you got one shot each time and you can bolt that back faster than they can fucking reload that uh, next clip in, you can take a lot of people out. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and and. It sucks saying that, but during SATF situation, you know, it's, you know, it's it's kind of a reality, and that really sucks. And once again, I, I also want to include: we are never condoning any violence at all by any matter, by any matter. So, we what we like I said, we do we we a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to give you the real reality of it. You know what I mean? We we really, really are. We're not going to shade things, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to nuclear war and nuclear fallout. Those, listen guys, those, they're, they're really, it's, it would be, it would be hard for me to actually lie to you and give, give you all these different, oh, scenarios and cool scenarios that you can do, do during a nuclear fallout. The reality of it is, is I have no idea where these nukes are going to drop. And if anyone does... You know what I mean? If anyone does, then shit, man. Like, you know, tell us where the hell they're going to drop. So, you know, so we, we we can avoid those areas. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I highly doubt, I highly doubt anyone really does. And the people that really, really do have an idea of where um, where or when these uh, nuclear arms are going to um, drop, they have no interest in telling any of us. They consider us scum. You know what I'm saying? But, um, ladies and gentlemen, to stick on subject, you want your uh, running gun and rifle to be something light, so you can. So if if you do have to go to that, let's say your you know your your um your bullets are all spit out on your 308 or whatever you whatever you have. And it's all spin out, and you have to go to your battle rifle, your running gun rifle. I'll just say that. Um, well, you want it to be something that just is what I'm calling it, running gun. You don't want it to be something. Oh, you know, I have a tactical light on it. You know, I can go Navy SEAL with this bitch. Like, what the hell are you thinking about, man? Unless, unless you are literally planning to be on the offensive, you don't need all that shit. And these are just my opinions. You know what I'm saying? And and there is neat, and 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 that's not to say you shouldn't have um, all those different types of accessories. I'm all for having every single one of those different types of, of accessories. Do not get me wrong, but what I am am saying is if. I don't know about you guys, but the less stuff on my uh, on my um, running gun rifle is the better off I feel. You know what I mean? That's not to say I'm, I wouldn't put a light or a scope on there, but the bare minimal is better for me. 
You know, the less stuff that I can get a hook trapped on, the less stuff that has batteries in it or anything like that, that's better for me. You know what I mean? And the more the more um, reliable it is, too. Reliability is a very, very big um, thing with me. And I, I think that's because I base a lot of my stuff around just being on the defensive. You know what I mean? And a lot of the defensive, uh, defensive strategies I um, practice are very, very, very much the reading. So honestly, a lot of it's reading. You know, um, you know, especially you know, with what we are going through now, you know what I mean. And um, some of the predictions I'll just say I have made. Um, well, I want to be reading about all different types of guerrilla warfare. And um, I don't know if you guys knew that you know, or knew this, know this, but did you guys know? So the Navy SEALs actually still practice um, old Native American um, warfare. A lot of them still, you see, the Native Americans used to, they used to war game with different tribes. And uh, some, most of the time, they weren't really killing each other. But they would do these war games with each other to see which you know tribe would, would win. And when the colon colonials first came over here, they learned from a lot of the Native American tribes of their guerrilla warfare ways. And that's still, those type of tactics are still practiced in our military Till this day, because they are so freaking effective, <clears throat> and they are, they're, they're effective as shit, guys, you know what I mean? So, a lot of the defensive strategies I use and I practice, they're, they're very, 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 very based on reading, you know what I'm saying? But, um, that, that uh, you know, guys, let's go to a quick, uh, quick break. And uh, we're going to go to one of our sponsors, and then we will be right back to you guys, and we will finish this up, guys. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Subliminal Message Studios, and we are in the preparedness hour. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we were, we were discussing guns and the importance of uh, making sure you have at least three guns and this at least at least this is our opinion and um i i really ought to go into the um, reason why i'm saying that and the reason why i'm saying that is because i i, I in my opinion i would i would like to at least have three different forms of caliber and the three different forms of caliber i would like to have is one needs to reach out and touch something one needs to lay um lay uh lay lay stuff down and the other one i want for a backup in case i lose the two <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and not only that man you know because guns are freaking awesome you know what i'm saying man i i've been guys i i i uh, just to tell you guys a little something about me i have been i've been hooked on firearms my entire life and i've had some bad experiences bad experiences with guns, man, I, I I've been shot before, <laughs> you know, but that didn't shy me away, man, from my passion. I, I've I've always had a really a great passion for firearms and um, shooting them and and learning about them. And, and when I mean learning about them, guys, I, I kind of want to. I really, really, really want to go into detail what I mean by learning about them. I mean not just the the. the you know, how they shoot and the, all the different types of guns and all this other bull spit. You know what I mean? No, I mean, that was cool to learn about. Don't get me wrong at all. But what I mean learning about them, I mean the history of them. You know what I mean? I was very, very inclined to learn the history of uh, the AR-15 AR or the M-16, you know, by um, 
you know, and who made that, you know, or the, the AK-47, you know what I mean, and who made that, you know, I was very, very interested on who made those guns and their conception and their development over the years and the guns that kind of, the, the, the inspiration for those types of firearms, you know what I mean? And, and what led, and not only that, but what led to the calibers too. Because a lot of, a lot of people are, have this conception that the gun was there before, or the gun was there and then the caliber. A lot, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of the times that's, that's, um, that's not the case. You know what I mean? If, if the caliber gets pr produced first and then the gun gets brought up, you know what I mean? The idea of the, this new cartridge, this, uh, the idea of a new cartridge gets introduced and then another idea of a new gun gets introduced to that cartridge. You know, um, and ever, and, and everyone gets, a uh, um, you know, very, very, you know, um, hooked on the history with the AK-47, you know what I mean? Same with the M M16. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, knock them at all. You know what I'm saying? They made movies about the AK-47, and you know, they—I I don't think they've really made a movie about the creator of the M16. You know, Stonerly. I don't really have they. You know, I, I think that would be a hell of a movie. You know, that gave me a new idea, guys. You know, I, I wonder if they're they, the reason why no one's ever made a movie about the creator of the M16 because they've made at least a couple of movies. You know, one of them was the Lord of War, I think it was the Nicolas Cage movie, where he um, they they it was basically based all around the AK-47 and you know how it was created and like they had a little scene in there all about it. But um, you know the history of and when I mean the history of guns, I mean like guys like black power black power guns. I mean old muskets. I mean, you know, uh, you know, old pirate pistols. I mean, like, guys, I, I, I read, I would read a lot. I'd find old books at my, you know, at my schools and shit like that, you know what I mean, as a little kid when I would be there. And I would take, a, I, oh, man, um, you know, oh, man, you know, the, the library, the, the library or the library teacher, she was, the librarian, she was, she's probably, she's probably the reason why I read so much because, you know what, she let, she let me take a lot let's just say a lot of books out of the library and she never asked where they went or anything like that and she knew I was taking them too but she never said anything you know she just looked at me and she would just smile and you know I'd, I'd, I'd bring them back you know what I'm saying but I was you know it, you know, two three weeks later I was never at school when I was young but um I was a little vodsai little bastard but um I remember that, you know, I remember I'd, I'd you know, I, I, man, I'd sneak books out left or right, and she would never say anything, and she'd constantly catch me, it was, looked right at me, at me, and just smile with the greatest smile she could, and watch me walk out, and never say a word, man, and, um, you know, thank God she never did, because, you know, I think, I think uh, my, men my mental would have went somewhere else if she would have said something about it, you know what I mean? It would have it would have shaded me away from um, reading. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think it would have definitely um, it would have jaded me from wanting to read a lot more. You know what I mean? And but she never said she never said one word. You know, she she just watched me walk out, man. And then you know, what a lady! I'll just say that. You know what I mean? What a lady! You know, now that I'm thinking about it, man, she was hot. <laughs> she was man like but um um yeah man so like a, a lot of my yeah a lot of my um 
defensive training, I'll just say that, is a lot, is very much based on, on um, you know, on, on reading and, and developing my mind, you know what I'm saying, which I think, I think that's a just as important, or if, if not a lot more important, I shouldn't say if not, because it really, really is, um, then, you know, building your arsenal, then building your arsenal up. But, um, you know, we also, um, what, what, what I mean by, and then, and then the third gun, you know what I mean? Um, the third gun, I, I think, I think both of your, honestly, I think all of your, whether it's your 308 or your run and gun weapon and your third weapon, I think all of them should be very, very, the least maintenance as possible. You know what I mean? And I, I don't want everyone to go to AK-47. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Or go to some type of, you know, some type of AK, I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that, excuse me, at all, um, what I'm trying to say, what I mean by, um, the least maintenance, I mean, uh, a type of rifle that has some type of piston-driven system, and I, and if you don't know what that means, then just rewind this and look it up, you know what I'm saying, it's a, it's called a piston-driven system, okay, guys, and if you can get your hands on something like that, with all three of them, by the way, then that's you're pretty well set up. You know what I'm saying. You have something that will constantly work. You know what I mean. And and you and, and honestly, if you have and, and that goes even further. Like if you have the money for it. Oh shit, dude, man. If I had the money for uh, you know, and this isn't because I want. I would like to have these for an SHTF SHTF situation. Hell no. Like I would love to have these. I I don't even. I I I didn't even like I said. I've said this once. I'm gonna say it again. Now that I'm older, guys, I honestly hate talking about, um, like, a, a SHTF situation. It, it's When I was younger, it was it felt really cool to talk about it. But now, man, it's, um, I don't like talking about it. But um, we have to do it. Because the, the type of things we are um, working with, the type of people that are um, we are working with, man, they want to kill us all and lock us all up. And it's bad. It's really, really bad. So we are going to have to prepare ourselves... Um, with information more than ammo and guns you know what I mean so we can really 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 fight back and do the damage that they will never be able to dream of and like I said man yeah just you know information and making sure and making sure you're you're um, you're you're staying you're trying to stay above the knowledge that the military has, we'll just say that. You know what I mean? You, you know, if like, like if the military starts contracting um, uh, the Boston Dynamics, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they started contracting those guys a long time ago, well before they started contracting those guys back in freaking 2003. They said it was in 2008 when they first got contracted. That's bullshit. It was in 2003. I've been following Boston Dynamics since 2000 freaking five. And I've seen these guys, you know what I mean, get more pu uh, public, more publicity. And because they've got more publicity, I've also seen a lot of these contracts that they've had under these just these these weird umbrella corporations that just that just get literally they just get um, built overnight. 
You know, they just get made up overnight, and then they have billions of dollars to then throw at Boston Dynamics. It's it was wild, man. I but I remember watching them grow and getting more uh, public and getting more publicity, and then why and then watching them lose a shitload of contracts. And I, I saw why that was happening. I knew why it was happening. You know what I mean? Because it was more in the public side. You know what I mean? And we just have to stay, try our hardest to be informational and keep and keep going in this fight of freedom that we are in man because it is a fight you know right and guys i i'm trying not to stay uh, get all get political or any anything like that but listen man the next war that america gets involved in is going to be fought on our land so you know um, either we can get our shit together we can either get our shit together or that that's going to take a big shit on us <laughs> you know it's bad, man. It is. It's horrible, you know. And I, I don't. The saddest thing about it is, is a lot of uh, I, I've met a few um doomsday preppers guys. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's. I don't know if it was just my like my my luck or whatever have you, but they're fucking weirdos, man. Like get you get your shit together. You know, what I'm for, for real, like just weird. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You know what I mean? And then. And, but, and I look at myself and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there wondering, am I, am I weird too? Like, <laughs> I start questioning myself and shit. I'm looking at myself like, hmm, <laughs> you know. But like, you know, I, um, the, I, well, I'll just tell you. So, so I met, I met this. I was at a, I was at a gun range, man. I was at, the, I was. At, I'm not gonna say that the. It was a public gun range. You know what I mean. And I hate going to public gun ranges. I hate doing that. And ladies and gentlemen, that brings me to another point, which is kind of uh, jumping a bit ahead of the curve because this is going to be. Um, our next segment and we're about ready to uh, do a sponsor real quick and then finish up on the segment and um but um I, I hate going to public public training shooting centers i hate them hate them not really real why in the you know next segment but um this guy you know i ended up making conversation with this guy man he's really cool he's really really cool to talk to man you know the the, the connection was there you know what i'm saying we, we we're about ready to go on lunch for fuck's sake you know what i'm saying but then he he, he they started in with the whole prepping, you know, the SHTF situation, and my fucking God, thank God I never went out shooting this dude, because we would have the fucking vet feds right, like, there within a heartbeat with the type of shit he was talking about. I had to distance myself away from him just how crazy he was talking. I was like, nah, man, this, you are, you sound, and, and I was, and I was telling him, I was like, man, you sound fucking retarded, you know that, right? And I didn't call him retarded outright, but I was like, you sound, you know, that's that's too far, man. You, you no, bro, you, you're one of the reasons why, you know, you're giving us a bad, no, dude, I'm going to tell you, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, all right, yeah, man. Hey, man, I, I got to go get a burger real quick, and I walked off. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick sponsor real quick, and then we are going to jump in to the second half, which is the training part session, and, and at least our uh, opinions on the type of training you should be getting and the type of training you should be doing. So let's go to that um, sponsor real quick, and then we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Subliminal Message Studios. As always, I am your host, Leonardo. Welcome to the Preparedness Hour. And this is a segment where we are going to cover training. And um, that is um, uh, that is a broad, broad prospect. You know what I mean? That, that might take a while for us to cover, honestly. And um, what I mean by training is... I don't just mean by you know um, uh, you know training with your your, um, your your gear and all this and that man. Um, I mean a very I, and that's all. Well, that's that's exactly honest. I'm sorry. I don't mean um, that's exactly what I mean. Is training with your gear, 
and training with your guns. But not only that, guys, is training in training in uncomfortable areas. You know what I mean? Which, which uh, don't get me wrong, that is very, very hard to do, guys. Like most of us don't have um, even a Pacific type of outdoor range that we can just go to, man, to really, really get some good training in. You know, I, I understand that. You know what I mean? But um, when you can do it, when, when if you find ways to do it legally, and there are, but um, put yourself in a, an uncomfortable position when you're training. And uncomfortable areas when you're training with your firearm, guys, because that is what you're going to be doing when, um, you know, shit hits the fan. You know, you're not going to be, you know, drawing from the best position. You're not going to, you're not going to have your shit together, you know, all the time. And you're going to have to when shit hits the fan. That's, that's what I'm saying. You're going to have to. You know, so get yourself in an uncomfortable position, which, which kind of goes back to what I was saying, um, you know what I was going back to saying by um, shooting indoors, man. It, it fucking sucks. I'm sorry for my language, but it, it honestly does. It's literally just—it's just pointless. You know, I, I mean, other than just practicing your aim, and most of the time, it's—it's—it's it's, it's hard to even do that because you got—you know what I mean? This—you know—this ex-cop that just hates citizens coming into the range and shooting so he's just mean mugging every single person you know tr kicking everyone out for the simplest little thing wrong that they did you know what i mean and 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 not only that i honestly think shooting indoors um as far as the way um a lot of public indoor ranges are i think it honestly kind of um hurts um you from being an efficient um an efficient sh uh, an efficient soldier um for when shit hits the fam i'll just put it like that you know because you want you want to you you don't want to when you at least what i do man when i when i when i go out shooting guys i um obviously you know what i mean i have a legal place that i go to you know what i mean but it's it's outdoors and um i try my hardest to shoot in the worst types of weather you know, if it's pissing rain outside, guys, and and, and this and it, there's a lot of, a lot more thing that's you know you're gonna have to do when you shoot in that type of weather, but it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like if you shoot in the the pissiest type of weather, it's pissing rain out. You know what I mean? And you just so happen to be out at um at that place where you're shooting at. You know what I mean? And you're indoors. Well, that no one wants to go outside during that situation. You know what I mean? Because there's a storm. You know, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Well, why don't you go out there? Because in an SHTF situation, you might, more than likely, you're not going to be able to really find yourself in, uh, in, in indoors, you know what I mean? And even if you are finding yourself indoors during an SHTF situation, you really, really want to plan for not being indoors because let's say you are indoors during the SHTF situation and that's when the fire fight fire fight starts. You know, shit. I bet you. I bet you're sitting there thinking, "I wish I would have went through this when things were going at least somewhat good." You know what I mean? So, but guys, I I try my hardest when I train guys. I literally try my hardest to put myself in the most uncomfortable positions, and I mean weather. You know what I mean? Even terrain. You know, if I can, which that's that's uh brings me to another point. But we're gonna stick with weather right now. So. Or like when winter hits, guys, man, um, 
a lot of people when winter hits, and, and I don't, I, I understand why because winter sucks. Believe me, I, I understand. Especially our type of winter nowadays. You know what I mean? Never snow on the ground. It's just frigid, freezing ass cold that will, you know, give you frostbite within a matter of seconds. You know what I'm saying? I definitely understand. Um, but if you can find yourself out uh, at that time, you know what I mean, during a bad, you know, uh, you know, a really, really, um, well, hopefully not that horrible of a, a snowstorm, but enough of a snowstorm to where you could, you, you know, you could do, you know what I mean, it really, really test you in. You know, I'll just say it like that. You know, then go out there, man. You know, go out there and. You know, shoot, put up your targets as fast as you can, get your gear on, you know what I mean? Put yourself, you know, get get the type of clothing on that, you know what I mean, you would need that, let's say if you have to engage in a firefight and it's this cold out, well, what type of clothing would you need to have on to make sure you're warm? And not just warm, but you're warm overnight, you're warm for days, you see what I'm saying? And And once you do that, then you really, really start realizing, like, holy shit, that's when you really start realizing how unprepared you are because everyone thinks they're prepared with all their different types of you know ARs and AK-47s and the rich are more prepared than us with their fully automatic weapons but um yeah uh but you'd be surprised in how really really unprepared you are when it comes to you know um the weather guys you know what I mean because that's that that would kill you faster than you know what I mean um you know the, the the possibility if you're smart of getting of getting engaged into a firefight during an SHTF situation, and that's not to say you know what I mean that that's going to be uh, the next uh, preparedness hour because we're just now this is by the way guys this is going to be the first um, preparedness hour that we are uploading. You know we re- we removed it off um, subscription based, um, so now it's just it'll all be free, guys. All these uploads will be you know going up on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Rumble, Rumble. All, all of those guys, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, like, do those, you know, put yourself in those uncomfortable positions. And that will make you a lot better um, and a lot more efficient at being prepared if it's the fan. Because now, it really doesn't matter the type of weather that, like, you know what I mean? If, it, if shit's the fan, you know, like, you know, Let's say if shit's a fan, um, you know, a few weeks from now, and it just so happens to be when all week they said it's going to be pissing rain, like guaranteed rain every day, you know what I mean? At least sprinkles, you know what I'm saying? Guaranteed somewhat rain every day, and then major thunderstorms, you know, wicked lightning, all of it, you know what I'm saying? High wind, all that shit. But you have been taking the time to at least push yourself to at least try to train in those types of weathers. And get yourself prepared of the different trajectories that your bullets are going to take in those different types of weathers. So you're much more prepared for snob shits the fan, even if it is those you know coming the you know next you know, next few weeks and you've um you know and it's it's thundering and lightning and all sorts of shit. Bam, lights go out. You know EMP. Bam. You know what I mean. And now you're much more of aware. Okay. This is what I'm going to have to do to get my family in, you know, in, in the car into some type of mobility and get the hell out of Dodge. You know what I mean? Because I've I've went through this. I know the type of gear that I have to put on to make sure that I am I am 
100, 120% there's nothing that is going to prevent me from taking care of my family or prevent me from taking care of the team I'm with. You see what I'm saying? And that's, that's, I'm telling you, man, like, you know, and that's not to say, you know, going to, um, you know, a public range is, you know, is, is you know, bad. I just, it, it just, the type of stuff, the type of stuff that I, I a lot of the times that, like, you know what I mean, that I, I you know, I, I do, you know, when I am training, you know what I mean, at a range, you can't do it at a, at, you know, at the, at your, you know, indoor public range you know what i mean or you know and there is a, a plenty of uh, public outdoor ranges and these guys i know a couple of them um and they're really really cool and they'll they'll actually if there's not many that people though uh there that day they'll set up the range they want to and they'll let you run the course you know what i mean it's really really cool and um but i'm not giving you guys slack because you guys aren't one of my sponsors <laughs> um that that being said man but yeah man you know just don't uh don't don't put yourself in comfortable positions especially when it comes to training and especially when it comes to your gear because man it's not it's not just it's not just guns that are going to um have a different effect into um you know different climates it's also your gear you know what i mean you know your your gear is going to you know be heavier during the snow you know what I'm saying? It's it's you know, everything. You're gonna want to you're gonna want to put on different you know different gear during the snow, much lighter gear during the snow because it is gonna be a lot more heavier. Which is and then you're gonna have to think about well, what did you sacrifice for that lighter gear? You know, did you have to sacrifice maybe a plate? You know, what did you have to sacrifice? You know what I'm saying? Or different or or even you know diff, uh, rain, rainy weather. You know what I'm saying? What what type of things do you need to have on to make sure your gun doesn't just completely rust to shit? You know what I mean? These, all these things. You know what I mean? Are 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 just as important as making sure you have you know um the you know the 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 best you know the best um the best features on your you know on your rifle you know and all this and that you know what I mean? That's you know that's all good. Don't get me wrong. That's awesome. You know what I mean? More power to you. You know what I mean? But it's it. It'd be a lot better if if you were if you were focusing on the reliability and the lightweight aspect of of all your guns. You know what I mean? It, it isn't just it doesn't just stop at the you know at your three oh eight you know or at your um your running gun rifle guys. It's it's with all of them. You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure that they're all adequate and you know what I mean they're all good to go. But um that does bring me to uh my next point and it's not just the weather you want to train and it's not just um it's not just that aspect of training you know what i'm saying it's it, what, what i mean by training is getting yourself making sure that you're self-aware of the things that you are going to have to be willing to leave behind and the things that you're going to make sure that you need to keep that you need to keep man and i'm telling you man that's that's all these things, you know, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, all these things are just, are, are very, very important, man, you know what I mean, but ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring bring us to the end of this preparedness hour, because we kind of went over a, a little bored, didn't we, you know what I mean, <laughs> um, and, and we're going to follow up uh, tomorrow with our uh, new show, and we're going to have different segments for you, and I think we're going to have a guest, aren't we, that's uh, still up in there, but um, um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much 
for joining me. Thank you very much for all your support, um, especially for some of my listeners that have been with me from day one. Thank you very, very much, man. It, it really means the world to me. And um, for all my new listeners, guys, hey, guys, please uh, f- please like, subscribe, and uh, don't forget to share these uh, share these podcasts everywhere you go. Share these videos everywhere you go because especially the news segments, guys, share those videos, please, everywhere, man, because... It's not just um, the things that we've said that, you know, just went on mainstream and, you know, now they're just, you know, oh, oh you know, they're known. But um, and there's there's a lot of other stuff that we want to bring to the world, man, before this whole thing goes up in there. And hopefully if we can get that information out, we can prevent some of these um, some of these atrocities from happening, guys. So please like subscribe and share these videos everywhere. And if you can, guys, donate, please donate. And um, thank you very much for joining me on this preparedness hour. We truly thank you very much and have a great night, guys. Thank you and have a great night.